The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. With Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. I am so excited to talk to our next guest on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. He is a small-town Alberta boy who's gone on to do huge things. Wasetna's Dale Wishwan is known by many as CEO of Booster Juice, but did you know he is also part owner of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who the Edmonton Oilers are taking on tomorrow night in Vegas? Dale joins me this afternoon. Uh, Dale, what, what hole are you on on the golf course? Oh, we're on the whole whole five, a part three. <laughs> okay, thank you. And, and, and your 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 timing couldn't be perfect. Uh, couldn't be better. My golf game's been terrible, so I'm gonna take a whole a whole off right now. So. Well, very good. Thank you so much for for taking the time to talk with us today. I know you were on. I think you were in Edmonton uh, yesterday. You were on with uh, with uh, Gord over at Global News, and I thought uh, I know that our listeners wanted to hear from you as well. So I appreciate it very much. Oh, you're you're very welcome. Happy to happy to do it. So, give me an idea. How excited are you for tomorrow's game between the Oilers and the Knights? Oh, you know, it, it, the whole season has been so exciting. I mean, tomorrow night will be you know extra special. Uh, Gina uh, having Edmonton, uh, you know, against Vegas. But you know, you can script a, a better start to to our season. You know, we're twenty nine, ten and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fan enthusiasm is through the roof. Merchandising sales is, is phenomenal, and uh, so you know there's just a ton of uh, excitement. Uh, you know what, Dale? Years ago, I was uh, interviewing former Edmonton Oilers owner Peter Pocklington for his biography. Uh, we were down in Palm Springs interviewing him for the book, and he told us at that time, Vegas, the next NHL team needs to be in Vegas. It will be incredibly successful. And um, number one, I'm curious to know, first off, the team, as you mentioned, 29-10-2 uh, record. Who would have thought that? That's just spectacular for you guys. Yeah, and I, I think you know it's, it's kudos to to George McPhee and, and the organization has done just a phenomenal job on on choosing the right guys who who have come come together and I think uh, you know more than exceeded you know expectations of of what they were going to do and I guess it, it shows. Uh, what can happen when people have a second chance? What do you think? Um, you know, besides the success of the team, um, that what has made Vegas such a, a hockey city? I would say uh, two things. Uh, number one, they were starved for for a major pro sports team. Uh, so in this case, you know, it's the NHL. And number two, I'd, I'd say. From a fan perspective, and, and the reason why we have 102 percent uh, every game from a, <laughs> from a ticket perspective is people don't need much of a uh, reason to have an, an excuse uh, to go to Vegas. So whether mm-hmm. fans from Chicago or, or Detroit, or in this case, there may be 5,000 Emmetonians down uh, for the game tomorrow night. So, uh, so there's a good fan base here because they were starved for pro team, and then again, it just doesn't take much. Uh, you no, know, it's minus 30 back yeah. in Edmonton right now, so it doesn't take much convincing to get people to go on a go on a road trip. Well, Dale, as you mentioned, there's a lot of people uh, from Edmonton, from Alberta, heading down there. Um, there's charter flights of going out from the airport today. What do you think it's going to be like tomorrow at the game? 
Uh, well, from a, from an Emerson perspective, I think they're going to enjoy just the atmosphere inside T-Mobile. It's a, it's a great crowd atmosphere. Uh, I think that they're just going to enjoy everything about it. You know, it, we've uh, tried to make it uh, entertaining for fans, and you know, Vegas is known as the entertainment capital of the world. So outside of the game, the game should be very, very good. Uh, Edmonton has to find a way to turn around their season if they're going to have a, a hope mm-hmm. of uh, you know, going past uh, the normal season. And, you know, from the Vegas perspective, uh, we're coming off a five days of a mandatory mandata- manda- mandatory break. But uh, it, it, should be a, it should be a great game tomorrow do, night. Do you find yourself pulled in, in two directions? I mean, you know, you, you grew up in Alberta. You were here for those, uh, those, those glory years for the Oilers. You know, last year's Oilers run as well. That was spectacular. Now, as a, as a minority owner in, in the Knights, do you, do, you, do you have a pull one way or another? You know, yeah, I, I, I'm torn just because, uh, you know, I'm still going to be Edmonton-based for, for years until I retire, which isn't anytime soon. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very much uh, torn. <laughs> so who are you cheering for tomorrow night? Uh, can I alternate between periods? <laughs> yeah, on who you I'm can. For? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. So give us an idea how you became um, a part of the Goldenizers. What, 19, uh, 19 owners? How that all shake down? Yeah, so there, Bill, Bill's the majority owner. So yeah. none of us are forgetting who spearheaded this whole thing and orchestrated you know, bringing Team Vegas. And then the ownership group is about uh, 19 others. And uh, the opportunity came out from a friend of mine from Scottsdale who said that there was a chance to, uh, to become in to come in as come in as an owner. And it was just such a great thing. I, I mean, I. Didn't even have to think twice about it. I uh, more often than I want to consult with my wife and tell her about some of the business opportunities. This is one where I just came home one day and said, "You know what? We're we're gonna get a piece of uh, the Vegas Golden Knights." And she goes, "What? Well, we're doing what?" So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not like going and buying uh, a new car without uh, the approval, right? <laughs> and no, it sure isn't. No, so it sounds like um, kind of the old Oilers ownership group before Daryl Cates uh, bought the team. So how does it how does it work? Uh, and what role do you play? Do you do you get much input into um, decisions with the team? Uh, so right now, we very much as a as an ownership are, are recognizing that we have the right people doing the right things and very smart people. So we have a very inactive role okay. so it, which which is hard to uh, argue with this uh with the success to date so uh, at this point i'm, I'm going to kind of keep out of the way about what's going on because it's going all too well and i'm so busy with with booster juice right mm-hmm. now we're growing at about 45 stores a year wow. so that's my main focus um also part owner in that uh, that new arena down there t-mobile arena that has to be pretty cool because obviously not just home to hockey there's going to be all sorts of events coming through there yeah, you know, they, they have the, the UFC, UFC uh, has signed a deal with us. You have the NCAA basketball tournament who makes their way through. We have all type of uh, events, and, and that's the great thing about Vegas is there's no shortage of, of you know, acts coming to town and, and needing uh, an 18,000-seat facility. 
Dale Wishwan, the CEO of Booster Juice, part owner of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, joining me on the phone this afternoon. Appreciate him taking uh, the time to do so. Now, as you mentioned, uh, Booster Juice, your number one priority. You are the CEO of Booster Juice. The first one opened in Short Park, November 1999. There's, what, 330 stores now. And I'm sure you've been asked this a zillion times, but how about a zillion and one? Is there a secret to your success that you're willing to share, or does it come down to hard work and just kind of push pushing ahead and doing your thing, doing something you love. Yeah, very much so. You know, be, be passionate about what you do and then get things happen. Passion and get things happening. Now, you, one of those things, I, I think it was, uh, most of these stores are in Canada. There is a couple outside of Canada. What challenges have there been in expanding outside of the country, Dale? Oh, the, the, anything outside of Canada is, is super uh, tough. It's uh, you all have the benefit for the brand awareness that we have in Canada. So uh, that's tough. You, you never know how well your master franchisee may run with uh, the concept. Yeah. Yeah, because we sign a master franchise agreement. So there's, uh, it's not easy. It's, uh, you know, we, we do think we're going to crack that, that code uh, and, and have, you know, hundreds of stores on an international basis, but that may be a few years down the road yet. But still, on your, you were saying you open about 45 new stores a year? Correct. Wow. Wow. You are busy. You are busy. Um, someone wants to know, do you still get out to Wasetna at all? Uh, I very much do. Yeah, I have some uh, some great friends uh, uh, back home yet. I had one that stopped uh, by the office uh, yesterday, and we caught up for about 45 minutes, uh, and... I don't get out as often as I wish I could, but I still do make a point to to get back out there. So what keeps driving you? What keeps driving you? I mean, really, I mean, you could probably turn this over. It sounds like you have a pretty good formula going. You know how to do this. You know how to make Booster Juice successful. What keeps driving you to keep being involved and, you know, keep growing by, what, 45 a year? Yeah, I I think we have such a wonderful concept that's doing a great thing uh, for people having such a healthy choice from a menu offering. Uh, I'm still way too young to, to retire. My <laughs> golf game's way too bad to spend too much time on the golf course. And uh, my kids are, uh, are uh, 17, 16, and 13, so there's a few years before their school uh, retirement in the, in the horizon. And, yeah. and even with that being said, I don't think it's a healthy thing to retire too young. <laughs> Hmm, interesting. What do you what 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 lessons do you think you're teaching your lesson or teaching your your children uh, when it comes to working hard and uh, and the in the business plan that you've put together? Oh, I, I'm hoping my kids see that as you've noted. Uh, no, there's no you can't you know uh, ever get away from having a good work ethic. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I do have a very very good work ethic. I always thought that. No, I have an average IQ, and, and uh, <laughs> I'm not the smartest person in the world. Uh, I graduated as a mechanical engineer, but but as a dumb dumb engineer by profession. And uh, so, overall, I think my kids see that I, I do work hard, and I try to make a, a point to motivate my my staff and people around me. And you know, I'm very very fortunate. I have some fantastic staff and, and great franchise partners have become just as passionate about Booster Juice as, as I am, and uh, we have a great thing going. Did you think it would be this big when you started it? 
It, it was so hard to know the exact number. I, I knew it was going to be much more than one store, and everything from the beginning was done from operations manuals, the, the menu, the store decor was all with, with growth in mind and more than just organic growth. Mm-hmm. But if I could sit here today and say we know be coming on 400 stores this year, that would be a stretch to, mm-hmm. to say I thought that was going to happen. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to let you go here soon because I know you're going to get back on that golf course. But uh, my last question for you, you have a long list of achievements. There's awards, you name it, all sorts of things. What are you most proud of over the past number of years, Dale? Oh, you know, I, I'd say one of, one of the things that I think I'm most proud of is when it comes right down to it, I'm, I'm just I'm very grounded and uh, I find myself to be very approachable mm-hmm. and haven't forgot about my, my roots. So I'd say, you know, success hasn't changed me and I, I don't ever see that happening. Well, Dale, I want to say, um, and I said to Gord when uh, I, he asked me if I was able to get a, a hold of you, and I said, absolutely. I just emailed, and it was, uh, you know, easy peasy. And I said, that's probably the easiest CEO of a, a company your size that I've ever been able to get a hold of. So I appreciate it very much. I want to thank you for taking the time for joining us this afternoon. Uh, you're, you're very welcome. And, hey, enjoy the game tomorrow night, too. Hey, and you know what? Oh, I just have to say this, too. Whoever's running the, the Golden Knights uh, Twitter account is is hilariously awesome it's one of the best social media twitter accounts i've ever seen funny 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 stuff so a tip of the hat and whoever made that decision dale have a good one best of luck with the rest of the golf gang take it easy thanks so much okay bye 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 now dale wish one the uh And a big thank you to Dale Wishwan, the CEO of Booster Juice, uh, one of the uh, 19 minority owners of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Golden Knights tomorrow in Vegas. So many people. I saw Kent Morrison from Global News out of the airport this morning as uh, as charter flights were were heading down there. I know New West Travel had a, a group going down there with uh, with Stauffer as as well. So uh, yeah, what a what a what a nice little getaway eh? get down to Vegas get to see your your Oilers your Oilers uh, play as well in a new arena and again um, just uh, just seemed like a real class act and really down to earth so really really appreciate him taking the time uh, to do that and again he was on the golf course and he just said he'd skip a hole so I appreciate that very much uh, 325 hey happy third year anniversary Andrew Gross you're not here but it's been three years uh, thanks to Kelly Keene and her husband Wyatt who brought us in beautiful dainties dainties treats from Dutch's Bake Shop to celebrate our anniversary um, the Oilers are playing Arizona tonight so that means uh, the City Ford Faceoff show gets underway at 5.30 the puck drop at 6.00 Seven o'clock. We'll talk with Jesse Beyer from Global News at 4.20. Get a check-in on what's happening with this cold weather. Another cold one out there today and that uh, drive-in to work this morning a little tricky again. So as the afternoon rush hour starts, keep in mind uh, all the things that you learned on the drive-in this morning. 
Let's uh, implement them uh, this afternoon. It is Friday. Everyone wants to get home, maybe bundle up, sit in front of the fireplace, get ready for that hockey game, maybe grab a pizza uh, on the way home, whatever it is, get home safe and sound. Um, Wanted to update you on this. I know we've been tracking and we've been talking with Peter Burgess, the freezing father who has been camping down at uh, Rainbow Valley Campground uh, for the past week, raising money for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Um, He was hoping to raise, I think it was $15,000 originally uh, for some equipment um, that would allow uh, doctors not to have to intubate children, so not have to put tubes down their throat. It was something that goes through their nose easier on the child, easier on the family, easier on the doctor. Well, when we talked to him on Wednesday, just when that uh, cold snap was was kicking in, he was at about, I think, $18,000. He uh, then said he wanted to get get to 23 why not 23 when we checked in with it yesterday he was at uh, $28,000 in Chedville. We went off the air asking you to go to freezingfather.org and uh, maybe get him to $30,000. Uh, his goal was to be there till today. He's had to wrap up till six days. He's had to wrap up um, a little bit earlier because of a personal emergency, but everything's okay. Um, but you guys, you know where he's at? that you've helped raise for the Stollery Children's Hospital through Peter Burgess's uh, Freezing Father Campout. So thank you so much. You can still go if you want to. It's uh, freezingfather.org and donate. Or don't forget, next Thursday, we will be doing the Radiothon from the Stollery Children's Hospital. All day Thursday, we'll be broadcasting live from there. We will be hearing the stories of the children, of the families, of the parents um, who have gone through uh, the hospital. Their amazing stories, the amazing stories of recovery, the amazing stories of the medical miracles that happen there on a regular basis. So next Thursday, maybe you want to hold on to make a donation. Until then, it's all going to the same place, and we truly appreciate it. Uh, the 3.30 news coming up next. On the other side, hey, guess what? Remember that whole new swim controversy from Calgary? Well, I've tracked down um, the regional director of the Federation of Canadian Naturists. He's going to join me in studio. We're going to talk about naturism, nudism, and find out about it. We can ask some questions and his reaction to what's happened over the past week right after this. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.